there it is, everybody. It's the brand new intro. I learned a couple of things as the intro was going. Number one, we got a brand new intro. Number two, we're live again. So how about that? And number three, apparently Jim really liked putting Kyle Bush in all the pictures. Loves him some Kyle Bush, man. It's, it's, I saw that in the first two pictures. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. So this is a draft. I, mean, for, I, do, I do like M&M's. This is a well, draft, sure, for, this is draft for cash, a.k.a. Left Turn Mania, a.k.a. the NASCAR show. I don't, AKA the show that everybody doesn't know that exists. I, 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 I liked the intro. It says, how to win money on NASCAR. I'm um, not betting what we do. Fade our picks. No, <laughs> it's pretty much, you know, you guys have done okay. Scott's actually plus. Chris climbed a little bit out of the hole. I'm still buried. I've told you before, this season, the NASCAR season sometimes reminds me, you, ever, you guys ever bowled in a winter bowling league? Yeah. About March, you're like, okay, well, that's about enough bowling for me. And you look at the sheet, you find out you got eight more fucking weeks. That's how I feel about the NASCAR season. We're on week 11. And we're going to go through November or October, whenever the hell they're running down. I was going to say, how many snow. weeks are there? I think like there's 30. 30 I think there's 36, buddy. Okay. I think there's 36 I'll weeks. I'll double check the, the schedule here. So, so we're, almost at, we're almost at the third mark. Yes, we're almost we're almost at the end of stage one. Should we just reset it after stage one? <laughs> I mean, yeah, 30, I, obviously, I like the right sounds at, of that. The last race is November 6th at Phoenix. And Good. that includes the chase, correct? Oh yes, yes, the the play the playoffs. They call that one the season finale 500. Wow, way to go out and get sponsors. The season so. finale 500. I'm sure it'll be brought to you by somebody. It sounds like you know a bad TV show on the next season finale of NASCAR. <laughs> it really does. So somebody had a good week last week, and wasn't well, it? it wasn't it wasn't Rachel. I had an I had an average week. Let's say. Sad part was I had a good week and didn't gain really any points on anybody because you know everybody else had finishers that were right up there anyhow. Yeah, we we all had we all. If you want to know, I think a more apt name for this show would be if you want to learn how to bet and get really close, but not quite <laughs> win, then you should watch this show because Scott and I last week we both had Bowman. Uh, ran good all day, finished in the top five. In fact, he finished. got screwed from that caution while he was in the pits. He did. He absolutely did. He, it, it was the the worst thing that can happen as you what come. What was that? Because I didn't see it. You come into the pits right as they throw the yellow flag, and you're. Com- I want to say committed. that was with about thirty and change to go, maybe like thirty three laps left or yep. something. Yep. So yeah, that, that's the worst when he gets shafted like that. Now Chris did well. He had uh, Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott a plus 900, and Chase Elliott did come in first and a pretty dominating performance there for Elliott. And Chris got the 46 points for that. He got 36 for being first and plus 10 bonus points for finishing numero uno. Now, I did better in the mid-range as I had Christopher Bell at plus 2,500. He ended up finishing fourth, which... You yeah, because I remember we were talking about during the show because he, he had moved up. Yeah, draw your own conclusions from that about uh, my my mid-range pick doing better than my top pick but uh so that got me that got me uh, 33 points and uh, plus 300 to make the top five you guys both had harvick which uh he ran okay ran top 10 but just didn't quite get there and then we 
I wouldn't say we really shit the bed when it came to our long shots. All of our we long hated shots. We every are, long shot. Uh, <laughs> there, there were so many of them. Because of the rules that we have in place, yes. it's like we can't double up on mid guys. So we have to take a racer that we don't necessarily like. Yep. But we just hope can finish top 10. That's and basically how it goes. That's it. And, you know, you were lucky enough to get one of those guys to win. And that's pretty, that pretty much made your season, or at least it's going to yeah. make stage one for sure. Uh, it bought me a lot of time before I'm in the before I'm in the next. Um, they all finished top fifteen. I had I had Daniel Suarez. He finished fourteenth, and you guys had Cole Custer, who finished right behind him in fifteenth. So yeah. And our matchups, let's not even talk about it. We all had, we all had ch- where, we all where did Chastain finish? Because I don't even know where he finished in the race. He uh, came in either second or third. Oh, say, he came oh, up. He was that far near the near the top. Yeah, he yeah, was, he, I didn't want to say third because Larson ran pretty well. Uh, Larson ran well. He was winning when they had the stoppage on yeah. Sunday, continued Monday. And then he had the non-contact spin-out, which is pretty rare over there. And he ba- he battled back. You know, he raced pretty well, but the spin-out kind of cost him a few too many spots. It's like the non-contact ACL tear. Pretty much. Michael Michael Dose definitely picking up on the theme of this show. You make up your own rules. Why not reset it? Well, because we're doing the whole season. So it's just like, you know, whatever. We, we can agree maybe to reset it for the actual chase if you want to do a playoff separation. Ooh, playoffs? Playoffs? playoffs. It's, like fi- it's, like, it's like Final Jeopardy, but, Steen, I'm not sure you're going to qualify for that at this point. I'm, uh, I saw, I was watching, I've been watching this, uh, the girl from Canada. I've been watching her run. And my wife can't stand her doesn't like her no why i don't know if it's the bull ring or you know the fact that she does this all every five seconds i don't even know who you're talking about uh the, the chick on jeopardy she's, Mateo she's, Roach oh, or whatever yeah. oh, she's won like what 20 something 20, yeah, uh, 20, 20 something in a row. 22 as of today and she had the, the miracle come back yesterday as the person yeah, did not I mean, know how, the opening how line. You, how do you put down what is blank or whatever? You know? uh, I knew it. Did you know it, Chris? And why the hell do you wager any, or that much money when you're ahead? Well, she had to wager something. I mean, she had to wager. Either way, she she had to wager enough to keep her from doubling up to beat her. Well, that's true. So. But, I mean, you see some of these people where they, they put up wagers and they make no freaking sense. It's like, dude, you're in you're in last place. You're eight thousand or eight hundred thousand dollars behind. I'm gonna wager five hundred dollars. Who the hell cares? I'll tell you what. As a sports better, some of the wagers that I see and some of this monetary strategy just makes me want to pull my hair out. That's where Jeopardy James came in. Holtzauer was, was yeah, he crushed it. He 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 knew exactly he knew exactly what was plus EV plays. He knew exactly how to win and how to make a lot and, of money. And Holtzauer, you know, at least what he did was he. Pretty much all of his daily doubles were actually daily doubles. It wasn't like, yeah. I'm yeah. going to wager 10 bucks. Yeah. That makes sense. You assume the average Jeopardy contestant knows what, like 70 something percent of the answers? Uh, yeah, it's, yeah it's, I, think, I, think, I think that's so about it. So if you're it. not racing with anybody else and you're the only one to answer the question and you might have a 70% given chance of getting any question right, then shouldn't you be doubling down every single time? Yeah, that's, that's pretty much the way it works. So uh, did you know the answer, Chris? Did you know Citizen Kane? Yes, that one I did know. Yep, well, and I'm lucky. I just watched his. I just rewatched. What was his, the category? It was uh, America 20th, 20th century, century film. 20th century I'm, cinema. I'm, then I'm blindly guessing Citizen Kane. It was the, <laughs> yeah, it was the opening line of Citizen Kane, and uh, yeah, uh, here I I can even pull up what the what the it, actual, it's so fine. 20th century I, cinema. The question was, or the clue was, a black and white newsreel, and this film begins in Xanadu. Did Kublai Khan a stately pleasure dome decree? Yeah, I would have just you would have had me at 20th century cinema. You would have we, had me at the we would have also taken um, famous rock bands from Canada with the same lyrics 
as uh, Russians yeah, did, did that in Xanadu. So there you, you go. How do you, when you're when you're in first place, what do you put? What is, what is question mark? At least put something down. What do you, you just you guess a movie? Yeah, yeah you know, at least it looks, like you, it looks yeah. like you put forth an effort. I agree. What is question mark? I agree. In her, in her, her, she, she as soon as the game was over, she's like, "I've never seen it." Like, really? How have you have you never seen what is generally thought to be at least a top five movie on everybody's list and number one on a lot of them? So, I don't Orson know. Wells. I rewatched it about six months ago, and that is not my favorite movie of all time. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> What is your favorite movie of all time? Oh, you know, I I'm a big fan of Sucker. Deliverance. Uh, it's a good movie. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of Shawshank, stuff like that. That's good. Yeah. Caddyshack. I, I, dude, I like Caddyshack. Caddyshack oh, makes you me can't laugh. Go wrong with Caddyshack. It's not. Is, is it a masterpiece in cinema? A multi Oscar winner? It is not. Does it make me laugh? It is an enjoyable hour and a half. It is. But does it have to be a multi time or multi Oscar winner? I mean, come on. No. It a is, lot of those are not. very dry. Very true. Uh, Michael Dose says that Austin City really just pointed me last week. E, this is one of those times, Rachel, when we can legitimately say you could have done that well. Uh, crashing? Yeah, I could have done that. He finished last. <laughs> finished dead we last. Said you could, we, we also said the other day you probably could have done as well as Dave Riddich against Colorado. Yeah, five goals. Yeah, I could do that. The first game. <laughs> yeah, five yeah. goals in, 13, in 15 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Yep, absolutely true. All right, boys. So let's get to it. Oh, well, uh, yeah, update on the standings. After week 11, uh, Chris. Some people have points. Some people, some people have more points than other people. Congratulations. Um, do, 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 do. And the weather forecast, in case you're wondering, periods of light followed by periods of darkness. There well, may or may not be precipitation. Uh, I made, I lost $70 last week. Okay. Uh, oh, that was or, a bad. or 0.7 units, however you want to clock it. Rachel went we're down. Just, we're just going to rip the Band-Aid off for mine. Rachel missed everything. Uh, I lost everything. Minus 470. Chris, oh, plus, plus 585 on the heels of his plus 900 win. And that brings the overall total to uh, me down 1875 or 18.75 units. Rachel still up 38 units, 3880. And Chris creeping towards the black at minus 1290. So, yeah, at least made up a little ground. Point standings. Uh, Chris did overtake me for second place. It's 923, 794, 783, as Rachel still holds a fairly commanding lead. So, at the third way mark, long way to go. That's right. Long. Way to go. You could still crash, buddy. I plan on it. I'm Where's sure. Brad Keselowski, damn it? I'm sure you do. All right. So, Chris, since you were last week's big winner, you get to choose the order. Who's starting off this week? Uh, let's let's do you so then Rachel can then say, well, I, you just said everything I was going to say, so. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, by the way, Michael, those, the, this is the greatest tagline of all time for sports this weekend. It's a weekend of horses and horsepower. I'm Amen. so all about that. And they're both running around a mile track, basically. If that kind was like a necess- t-shirt, I would buy it. Yes. Kind of like Necessary Roughness, where Rob Schneider talks about the Texas State Armadillos and talking about Texas. He's like, state, the great state of Texas, home of of uh, firearms and open beverage containers. I would give the, uh, why don't we give the horses three quarters of a lap head start? Let them go. See how everybody Is does. Is Chad Johnson racing the horse this time or not? No, Chad, Chad, he'll be driving one of the cars. All right, cool. Um, so well, then I'll put the money on the horses because Chad Johnson might just drive off the track. Wait, so Chris said that Steen was going to go first. Yeah. It would, yeah. All right. So let's let's rock and roll, guys. I'm going to go with uh, Dennis slash Denny Hamlin. Oh, no. great. There goes my pick. <laughs> well, that's what you get for making me go first. Now it looks like you, who's the schmoo, just following along. He's had great success 
This is a track you've perhaps heard of the Darlington Stripe there coming out of term four as the, as the wall actually juts out a little bit. And this is a track that requires a veteran touch and a veteran presence. Danny Hamlin has run this race. I want to say, I'm going to check here. I want to say he's run it 19, yeah, 19 times yep. as Denny Hamlin rushed, uh, raced at the Big D. And unlike a lot of the older drivers, he has had some recent success there in his last six races. He has two wins, two other top fives, and has led an average of, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, 108, excuse me, uh, 182 laps in those six races is how many he hey, you, know, you know who else runs well here greg biffle biffle does run well there but that was in that 16 car man that ain't that ain't today brother that ain't today <laughs> let me tell you something brother um so i'm gonna take hamlin at plus 750 by the way our oh uh, he's at plus eight on um sold draft kings sold oh, the fun part where i have to find out what the top 10 lines are all right give me a second yeah, great. Uh, not not for Hamlin, but just to pull up the lines for future reference. Give me a second. Yeah, I've got the DraftKings ones up too. Okay, cool. And uh, yeah, it was uh, just just to recap for everybody to let you know what we're doing this weekend. We ran, uh, we had six choices for the top tier, and we had six choices for the mid tier, and then everybody else, all other twenty four drivers were just in a big bag. And uh, that we shake Big them out. Bag so, of turds. so it went Larson, Truex, Hamlin, Elliott, and Kyle Bush for the top six. Byron, Bowman, Harvick, Chastain, uh, Blaney, and Logano, right? Yeah. Or, and Reddick. Yeah, sounds right. And Reddick was the last one. Yeah. So, um, Scott, tell us why you're going to make it a clean sweep. I know, I'm Lex, not. it's live. I know. I, who knew? Yeah. Live on tape. I'm actually not going for the sweep here with Hamlin because I know he won one race this year. I still have not been a fan of how he's been racing the new car. So I'm going with the other guy that's had a lot of success here. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. I'm going with Kyle. Lar I'm going with Larson at plus 500 on mm, FanDuel. Take, taking the favorite. Taking the favorite. Bold call. Uh, he's finished top two in each of his last three races here, and he's finished top six in four of his last five overall races. It feels like it's been a bad season for Larson because of how good last year was. But he's actually been good. He just hasn't really dominated up front as much as he has in the past. He did win a race earlier this year. But he's had his recent success. He's been very good here. I'm going to take him because I thought about Hamlin. I really don't think he's been that good in the new car. Okay, But but, well, but how did Larson do in the simulator? Uh, that's a great question. Probably worse than Byron did in the simulator. because Byron He, he, led, simulator 60, he led 60 laps and dropped three end bombs. So... <laughs> Yeah. Only three? Damn, I love. I had there the goes, over. There goes the over. I don't know what place he was in when that happened, though, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so that was and that was a, a, a driver that I considered to the last minute as well. It, it really came down to those two for me. So, um, Chris, you say you have Hamlin? Yeah, I was with the limited amount of research that I had to do, uh, which was basically when I logged in. Um, yeah, I like Hamlin. I just, like you said, he's got a good track record here. Oh, and, you know, yeah. even though he, uh, like Scott said, he hasn't run all that well with the new car, he this is a, like you said, a track where experience pays dividends. Yeah. And you look at his average finish, it's 7.1 on this track, which is better than pretty much everybody other than Larson. But pretty damn impressive at 19 starts. It's a, it's a lot bigger yeah. of a sample size than Larson. That, yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say, too. It's 19 races versus eight. And yes, we do worry about the Toyotas haven't been great this year. And yes, we worry about the fact that Joe Gibbs hasn't been great. 
but I think this he is also true. I think he overcomes those. I think I feel like this is almost a Groundhog Day. I feel like one of us says this every week that this is going to be the week that Gibbs breaks through. This is going to be the week for Hamlin. One time we were right, but yeah, for the yeah, most but part, none of us picked, him that, none of us picked him that week. Of course, <laughs> yeah, they won the race named after him. I don't and know if that counts. That is a microcosm well, of Corey how Corey LaJoy didn't win last week at the what the hell the Rella Nine. What it was right, sponsored Friday, by everything. whatever uh, you know. Yeah. All right, so moving on to the mid five. These are the drivers that we expect. We'd love to see him win, but we expect him to be uh, sniffing for that top five. So Scott, what do you got for the top five? I'm going with the guy that got me this huge lead in the first place. I'm taking Ross Chastain okay. at around 14 to one on DraftKings. He's finished top five in seven of the last nine races, which just tells you how good he's been this year. And even here at Darlington, he finished third in September. So he has had some recent success here. Originally he wasn't that great. Then he ended up changing teams. He switched to Chip Ganassi and he's actually been pretty good here since. But when you finish top five in seven of the last nine races, with road courses, speedways, really everything. It feels like Chad Stan's just good on every track. I'm going to take him at around 14 to 1. Or you got odds for top five? Uh, top five, uh, let me pull that up. By the uh, way, they've got a plus 175 at DraftKings. I don't know if you saw him anywhere else uh, better than that. Fox uh, Bet or wherever. I, yeah, I'm checking, sorry. By the way, I had a friend see, of mine used to work for... I see 165. Okay, so we'll go with 175. By the way, I have a friend of mine that used to work for Ganassi Racing, and inside his shop, behind his back, he is referred to as Chip Ganazzi. Okay. So it's apparently not a... So he'd fit right in with Kyle Larson. Apparently not. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh. Apparently not a very pleasant young fellow to work for. So, anyway. Uh, Chris, bring us on home. I, I, you didn't I, even make a pick yet. How am I going to bring us home? Is it me? No, it's... Yeah, you go. I go... It's, that's the yeah, order. You said bring it home, but you have to bring it home. Oh, okay. You're right. You're right. Uh, Chris, set it up for me so I can bring it home. I'm actually going to go back to the same mid I had last week, and that's Kevin Harvick. Uh, he's raced here now 28 times, which I think is the most of any of the active drivers, along with Kurt Busch, but nobody wants to talk about him. Uh, Harvick has won here three times. He's finished in the top five 12 times and the top 10 17 times. Uh, and if you look in the last 12 races on this track, Harvick has won three He's finished in the top five in 10 of them, and the worst finish he's logged is ninth. Um, so that's a pretty good track record, considering when you look in the early years when he raced here, he sucked. Uh, he was uh, racing with uh, Richard Childress. Now that he's been with Stuart Haas, all of a sudden, you know, they figured, th apparently Stuart Haas Racing has figured Darlington out, and Harvick has benefited from it. Yep, they have had a lot of success there in the past. Uh, yo to you, James S. What's up, buddy? Michael Dose's Joey Logano is a dark horse. We always forget about Joey, and a lot of times he runs really well. Um, Scott holds a personal animus towards him, so I don't know. I, I do. Yeah, you don't seem to. You don't like Logano. I think no, personality-wise, I, like I, I think. Oh, is it you mad. that doesn't like Logano? Chris, Chris hates him more than I do. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we have some real Logano haters here. And then we did take him the one week, and I think he wrecked and finished like thirty third. I think out. I had him twice, and he came in second. I think it was in Vegas. I think I had him winning. Okay. And he came in second or something. Well, Chris, little did you know, you're actually were bringing it home because I have the same pick you do. I have I have Harvey plus fourteen hundred plus two hundred to make the top five. Oh, DraftKings oh. has him at sixteen. Sixteen hundred. I'll take it. Free money right there, buddy. Suck it, Chastain. Um, by the way, I didn't comment on that. It, that has been yeah, one of the suck it, Chastain. What do you think of that? Jerk? That's, that's been one of the most underreported stories, I think, so far for the at least for the the casual NASCAR fan is how good Chastain has been this season. I said uh, he's yeah. a top five driver. Yeah, 
Yeah, he really. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, I'm not going to take anything away from him. He's raced well. Um, he's found the he's found the right team. He's found the right setup, and they've done well in that new gen car. So, uh, very. All good. it takes is one Brad Keselowski wreck to mess up your yeah. day, though. Keselowski. All right, so that's our that's going to complete our mids. We had that we had our first we had our first uh, or no our second. Let's see. So I'm going to be locked out this week of making any ground on anybody. Fantastic. <laughs> well, let's see if I can come up one uh, for the for the last one, Chris. You kick this one off. I'm going to go with Eric Jones. Oh, for fuck's sake. We all have the same long shot. I mean, come on. Okay. Well, quick copy me, you bastards. <laughs> Real no, timeout. You're going through the long shots or looking at the actual records. I mean, nobody even sniffs a resume similar to Eric Jones. It's not even close. I mean, well, even though he did I, I, could, I could tell you before week, we were going live, I could, I could have guaranteed that we would have all had Eric Jones. Yeah, we're gonna have him. I mean, it, it is what it is. Yep, you'd have been right. I've got him at uh, well, Chris. You, since you made the first pick, you want to lay out your case so Scott right. and I don't have to do shit. I see forty to one, by the way. Yeah, that's what I saw too. Okay, I did. Uh, I did thirty-three. So fantastic. If you look, you know, Jones. He's raced here uh, eight times. His first six finishes, he finished no worse than eighth. He struggled last year here uh, in his first year with Richard Petty Motorsports. Finished eighteenth and thirty-second in his two runs. But, you know, it's hard to argue with finishing fifth, eighth. He won here in 2019. Uh, they finished eighth, fifth, and fourth. Uh, like uh, Scott said, you're not going to find much uh, in the way of the long shots that have a track record with four top fives and six top tens and eight races here. And a win. Yeah, and a win. By the way, thanks. Uh, I mean, thanks, James. By, I by, hope you also by, have a nice weekend, man. Go ahead. By comparison, you look and Keselowski's run here 16 times. It has the same number of wins and only one more top five and two more top tens. And Logano's raced here 16 times and has no wins and the same number of top fives and eight top tens. So there's not a lot of exciting options out there. Yeah. And, you know, nobody wants to talk about Greg Biffle, apparently. We had a bucket of 24 drivers. We both reached in and grabbed this. We all three reached in and grabbed the same one. I have two different drivers than you guys. You guys just have the exact same three. Oh, God. So. No, no kidding. All right. I, I Very good. Kings or so, and both of you are splitting the aces. By the way, James, James, yes, James, James S. says what we all think every week. Scott Jr. doesn't like anyone. I like some people. <laughs> I just don't disclose it publicly. <laughs> well, we know you like Chastain, he hates so it. you already admitted that. I think one. I kind of have to. He right? hates every I mean, coach. Every every uh, every NFL coach, every college coach, he thinks they're overrated. I have to like Chastain. I mean, he, he's a rookie who shows up, wins a bunch of races. He won me a lot of money, and he breaks a watermelon every time he wins a race. What's not to like about the guy? Yeah, I so guess did the, Gallagher, but nobody you know nobody, talks about how great nobody he wants is. to see him in the five car. Um, Gallagher, um, and you were uh, not to switch to basketball, Scott, but you're right. Joel Embiid is supposed to play tonight, barring any setback, according to Sham Sharania that came out just a few minutes ago. Any setback? Jesus Christ! As long as he doesn't lose a fucking limb, what are we looking for? I, I guess as long as nobody breaks his mask uh, <laughs> the, before you know he goes out there. Like the guy was allergic to bright lights two days ago, like the bright light of his phone, and he's got a, a torn ligament in his shooting thumb. He's he's the Black Knight from Monty Python. Uh, he's a flesh wound. He's, he's, he's fine. He's fine. Your arms off. No, no, call it a draw. Call it a draw. Then. So, I am going to take another. I I can't. I I I feel like I'm living in uh, Brokeback Mountain. I can't. Oh, qu- just take Stenhouse already. Just do I, it. I can't, I can't. He was running good last week for a while. I, I, he ran. I he, noticed. He t- finished top five. 
Did he finish, finish Alpha? I knew he was second, second for a while. Yeah. I, I didn't yeah. get a chance to look at the final. Recky finished finished second, man. Yeah, I was gonna say I wasn't sure if he finished ahead of Chastain or not, but I know he was definitely top three. No, this is the pick. This is the pick I make every week, and this is the one that you're always gonna pay the Yankees tax or the Patriots tax. It's Kyle Larson, so you're always gonna lay money, and I always do it, and he always fucks me. So I've got Larson over Truex minus one fifty. I think we've all laid wow, out. Oh yeah, that is some heavy juice. Well, I only yeah. paid one seventy last week, so this week feels like a sale. It's in the we're di- slashing prices. Everything it's, must go. Everything's got to go. It's in the discount bin. I'll take Larson over Truex minus one fifty. For God's so, sake, so somebody find me Scott a better is price. The antithesis of Mattress Mac when it comes to betting. Yes, yes, and Mattress Mac would have been cleaning my clock, taking taking the opposite of my matchups. <laughs> so, although I did, I think I, I was the only one that won a matchup last week. Yeah. yeah, that's true. You S- did small comfort, but anyway. But what did you What did you have last week? You had was it, or was it last week? We both had Larson. Maybe it was the week. Yeah, before. No, we, we had, had the Larson same last week. Yeah, it was minus minus one seventy last week. That's right. You and I both took a bath last week on Larson. It was a couple yeah. weeks ago, I think. When you were yes, out. I think that was two weeks ago. So yeah. Anyway, that's it for me. Minus one fifty, Larson. Don't let me down again. Come on, uh, Chris. What do you got? Come or, or, come Scott, Scott, what do you got? So I'm gonna go with my boy Chastain. Over Bowman at minus 112 on FanDuel. I don't know how this is minus 112. Bowman's finished 17th or worse in seven of his nine career races here. And ever since Chastain switched to Chip Ganassi, he's finished top 15 each of the first two races. And he finished third last year. So I'll take Chastain at minus 112 over Bowman. Seems like a reasonable price. And Chris, bring it on home. (laughs) I am going to go with... My long shot there, Eric Jones over Chris Busher, and he's actually the underdog. He's at minus one hundred and five. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get that line either. So, I mean, Busher, hmm. I know he finished ninth here in the two races last year, but they're his first two top ten finishes in nine races at the track. Um, we talked about Jones uh, a few minutes ago. I think he's got a better track record, and I'm going to. Uh, use that to our advantage and especially you know getting a favorable number because minus 105 busher's going at minus 115 uh a, just a quick correction here it's uh james he said harvick was 1400 uh that's to win and yeah, six, he's plus 200 plus, two, plus 200 for top yeah. five so if we misspoke and it certainly could have been one of us because we like to uh we would like to see our gum slap especially yours truly but uh, if we did misspeak, that's that's the situation with Harvey. He's plus, and we've actually got him. I had it at fourteen. They found a better line at sixteen. Yeah, DraftKings has it sixteen hundred to win, but four four hundred or excuse me, two hundred to finish in top five. So and, and, and Michael first, also pointed out to Rachel that it's it's not Brandy Chastain, Rachel. Yeah, I'll keep that in mind. By the way, just for house cleaning purposes, Jones top ten is plus one forty. Oh, Jones, oh, cool. Jones top ten, oh, plus one forty. Okay, um, yeah. I had it. I got it one fifty five on Fanduel. Oh, sure, uh, even better. Okay, all right, we'll take that. Excellent. We don't play. We don't play by your rules. We play by anybody's rules. We don't play by any rules. We just do it. Uh, here's the rules. The are, rule, here's the rules. There are no. There rules. are no rules. Um, okay, so you've got Jones over Busher. He's got Brandy Chastain over. Uh, you got uh, Chastain over Bowman. I've got Larson over Truex. All right, very good. Let's recap here real quick before we get out of here, guys. It is our uh, favorites. Chris and I both have Denny Hamlin at plus 800. And uh, Scott is riding the Larson train this week as far as his favorite goes at plus 500. 
He's got to get married at some time. He's been Chris, a bridesmaid about seven times. Chris and I, this is going to be a theme. We uh, we both have Harvick at plus 1,600 to win, plus 200 to finish top five. And uh, Reichel has Chastain in that one at plus 1,400, plus 175. The long shots, this ain't going to take long. We've all got Eric Jones, plus 4,000, and plus 155 to finish top 10. And Calling Dr. Jones. Dr. Jones. And as far as matchups go... I've got Larson over Truex, and I wouldn't have it any other way than paying at least two to three on my juice, and I've got it at minus 150. Chastain over Bowman is what Reichel says at minus 112. Good price for that. And Jones over Busher at minus 105 for Chris. Good price for that. I like both of those plays. I think we I think we all sweep our matchups this week. Is Biffle racing this week? Is Boris racing this week? Boris, no. no. Boris is out. Stop asking, stop asking that question if they have to turn until they have to turn right. Mm-hmm. But is Biffle right? I don't know. I'm looking at the field. I don't no, see. No, the, the Biff? The Biff's not running? I'm surprised. I mean, come on. He's got two wins. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not, not there. there you go. All the right, guys. Cody Ware is. Whoop-de-doo. Um, so uh, is J.J. Yelly. Classic classic names out there. Yeah. Hey, you know, who's the, you know who the active driver is with the most runs here with no wins? Mm. Kurt Busch. Oh, he's got the most runs and he's never won among active drivers. He's 0 for 28. Jeez. Okay, I mean, is he a top, is he finishing the top 10 this millennium? Uh, let me look. I was gonna say because if you don't win but you still finish 10, you know that that's not terrible. He's due. Here's what. Yeah, I'm sure Dave Marcy said that a lot too. Here's what's I also I also know thing. that it, you know there's a lot of drivers at the bottom who have like no chance of winning. Yes. I have no idea how Cody Ware is. actually has four top, or six top tens in the last eight races. He finished 35th in this race last year. Here's I the... just don't get how BetMGM has Michael McDowell as the same odds as uh, Cody Ware. Ware's seven laps behind, 20 laps into every race. Like, McDowell has not been good here, but, I mean, 100 to 1. Like, at least he's one on the level. Like, 100 to 1, the same odds as Ware? Yeah, Michael Ware McDowell. should be below everybody. Michael McDowell had a top 10 run last week? Uh, a couple weeks, weeks ago. Couple I, weeks yeah, because that Rachel talked about I, how you looked in that one in the final lap of uh, yeah. Was it da- that was Dega? I think yeah, yeah Talladega. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I'm just saying, I don't, McDowell's not going to win, but the same odds as where? I mean, that's that's a little bit ridiculous. Uh, agreed. Agreed. All right, should be fun. I think next week they come here, right, and in Kansas. Mm, pretty sure. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Very good. And this week, of course, Darlington, one of my favorite tracks. Uh, watch the turn four. It's as everybody slams into the wall, it's, it's funny shit. It really is. Yeah, it's only a couple hours from here. Darlington is? Yeah, about two and a half hours. You going to go? No, not this weekend. All right. By the way, just for overall, man, themes, man, the fall race. for overall themes with Darlington, how important is starting position? Because, of course, we record this before the actual qualifying. Yep. Yeah, it's a track that's a little easier to get around. You've got a, you pretty, got a, got a pretty good long stretch. Uh, there's some room in the corners. It's, it's not as tough as last week. But well, Dover's impossible to pass. Before. Right, right, because nothing's impossible as Dover. Uh, I'd but, ca- four, but four of the last five winners started in the top eight. I would okay. call I'd call it high, medium importance, medium high importance right. for a good. So quality. just keep that in mind. If we end up giving somebody out and they start off thirtieth, you might want to pull the plug. Yep, we in always. Fact, the, we- la- yeah, the last guy to fit, that ran here that won that started outside the top fifteen was Reagan Smith. Mm, I think he's a commentator in now. He's a commentator now. So, yeah. 
Either uh, way, the point is it's been 10 years since somebody outside the top 15 won the race. Yep. And before that, you got to go back to 2003 with Ricky Craven. Mm. So if somebody finishes, starts 20th, just rip it in the garbage. It's, it's, it's over. Yep. And we do, and we do t- try to remember to tell you that every week that we do do this show before qualifying comes out. Sometimes it makes a difference. Sometimes it doesn't. You know, Talladega, obviously not a huge deal. Some of these smaller tracks with a lot of nuance and things uh, makes a huge difference as far as starting position goes. So keep that in mind. We recommend that you keep all your plays close to your vest uh, and and keep them keep them in reserve until qualifying comes out because somebody could have bad equipment. You know, one of our guys could run really well and not be able to pass inspection. Have to go to the back of the back of the pack. You could crash. You could lose an engine. You know, all those things that make you go to the back of the pack. And if they do, they're pretty much fucked. So yeah, and just to just to put that in perspective about about racing here. Uh, since this track started in 1950, I just went back through the 121 races. Only six guys have started outside the top 15 and one, and two of those came way back in the 50s. All right, then. So I would erase. I would erase my medium high importance and just make it high importance. How about that? I didn't realize the difference. I didn't realize the stats were that stark. Yeah, so, I didn't until I just went through it. Like, like I said, the very first race, Johnny Mance started 43rd and won. I was going to say, that kind of comes back to what we said when we started, when we renewed the NASCAR show after a year off, which was when we originally did it, qualifying was midweek. Right. So yeah. we, already had, we already had all the information we could pick from there. But now it's out of our control, you know? We're just doing what we can. Doing what we can. All right, guys. We appreciate it, as always, everybody stopping by, especially all the live people. By the way, Michael Doe's favorite uh, movie is Animal House, favorite comedy movie. That's hard to beat Animal House. I, there's, there's, there's like three or four of them, those comedies that I put like right on almost the same pedestal. So. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? No. It's just, there's so many so many great lines in those movies that are just eminently quotable. So. Yeah. Just hey. reminds me of basketball where they're like, do you think Shaq got rich playing playing in Orlando? No, no he got, got rich in college. college. Everybody Everyone knows that. Knows that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys, thanks for joining us both live. And if you listen to this later, don't forget it's in podcast form as well. Thanks to Chris. Thanks to Scott. Chris, glad you're safe. If you watched our earlier show, you know, Chris had a little run in with another automobile. So he, uh, if, yeah, you, if you look at the damage, no he, way in hell was driving the speed limit. If you look at the damage, he came through relatively unscathed as his car ended up uh, not upside down, but 90 degrees off of center. How about that? Yeah, that's a good good uh, I believe good the term is totaled. I believe that's the term. That that Jeep ain't coming back, brother. Uh hopefully you get a nice new car out of it. Yeah, we'll see. You know, you know how great the insurance companies are. Oh, they're all they love to deal with people like they that. They love to help you out with yeah, the absolutely. They, they move at the speed of glaciers. They move at the speed of them, so yeah, that's not good. It's just like oh, I'm used to that mentality with the military. Hurry up and wait. Yep. Yep. Uh like days of thunder. If you, if yeah, if you, you want to consider, you know, Rubbin's racing, buddy. Dri- driving a driving a Jeep Liberty and ending up on making a turn and ending up on your side when the next thing you know you're looking at the ground. Did you see him coming? No, because what it is, there's a blind curve about a quarter of a mile down the road from where I was turning from. Okay. And when I looked, I looked left and I looked right and I looked left again. There was nobody there. And the weird thing is, we were looking at the pictures that we took afterwards. And, you know, when you're turning left, you're going to be like this. The car that hit us ended up going this way like he was going to veer off into oncoming traffic. Like, where the hell are you going to go? Right. So, you know, they saw it off the front of their car. But, you know, 
it crunched up the the driver door and bent it all out of whack and dumb fucking people glad you came out of it all right brother i'm glad you just yeah. got some bumps and bruises so all yeah, right. I'm still just pissed off, but you know. What can oh, do? That's... How did it feel to be in the shoes of Brad Keselowski for like 30 <laughs> seconds? How did it feel? Brad Keselowski usually is the one doing the. I was gonna say it seems like it seems like you missed such an opportunity to, to say, "God damn, but was that Keselowski?" <laughs> I thought about it afterwards. Right, right. Did he see you hit you? No, but I have a feeling I know who it was. <laughs> I think the car had a giant two painted on the side. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You guys have a great weekend. Everybody out there in a radio, TV, podcast, YouTube land, you guys have a great weekend too. We do this every Friday. Sometimes, sometimes it's, we post it on Saturday. Sometimes it's live. <laughs> Hell, today we didn't even know. So you guys enjoy that. that. That's the best part. It is. It's. I like it. I like to keep it fresh, man. So you guys have a great day. Thanks for checking well, us out. You didn't even know it was live, so you can't. No, see no. Trying to keep it fresh. Well, it, it occurred to me right as I was setting it up, going, "Oh, this is going to be live." So there it's you go. Fresh refresh at Subway. That's it, guys. Um, who? You, oh, you got your backup car ready? No, no, he does not have a backup car ready. And he's. Uh, are you going to get a rental? Did you get the get it worked out with the rental company with the insurance company? No, I tried to call him back and got his voicemail. Motherfucker. And then they're like, you know, if you call before 3.30, you'll get called back the same day. If you call back after 3.30, right, you won't so, get called back the next business so, day. It's like, so I'm going to do what this. What the fuck? You work till 5.30. Where the hell are you? I'm going to do this because I think there's almost zero chance they 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 sponsor this show. It's, progress, <laughs> it's progressive insurance. Fuck Flo. Fuck Jamie. <laughs> fuck the rest of them. None of them know how to call anybody back. So Chris, yeah, this guy's name is Trevor, so I should have known. Trevor, fucking Trevor, ain't, Travis, ain't, it's like ain't nobody that named skip, that George Carlin does, you know, Brad and there's, Tucker. There's nobody named Kyle. Trevor that ever picked up a fucking <laughs> Fuck phone call. Kyle, Kyle sucks. Nobody named Trevor has ever picked up a phone call before before finding out who it is. No one. Uh, that's that's yeah, not good. So I'm putting I'm putting Progressive and I'm putting Trevor on blast. Fuck you, leaving a man without a car for a weekend. Call him. Call a brother back. That's all I'm saying. All right. You guys have a great weekend. And on that note, <laughs> I, didn't know you just I always like to end it on a high, I always like to end on a high friendly note. All right. So, <laughs> Hey, why don't you win some fucking money out there? <laughs> Good luck in the Derby. No matter who you watch going around the track, whether they're going 150 miles an hour or whether they're going about 35 miles an hour or the uh, demolition Derby, or if they're running into each other, Chris has already got an early start on that. So, uh, whoever should, you're watching, I be getting a cash prize for that right, right about now. Where, where, where are these people? Whoever you're watching race this weekend, I hope your pick finishes first. You guys have a great day. Check us out next week. I'll be back 2 p.m. Eastern time with Chris, 3 p.m. Eastern time with Scott, as we always do our best on every one of our shows to help you guys in that never-ending journey to head back to the window. Take care, everybody. We'll see you next week. <laughs>